what did I say? I was like, who the fuck are we? Who do we think we are? Who do we think we are right now? All right, let's start this. You want to, you want to like open it up? I think it's your turn. No, we know, we know I don't do intros. Billiam. (laughs) If we're being honest, podcast episode three, right? We're on technically speaking, I believe. Three. Three. Bill here, starting it off. Who we got out, out there? Brad, you out there? You want to say hello to the viewers? Hello to the viewers. I'm Brad the Mechanic. Oh, sorry. That's Justin's line. What's up, man? I'm just happy to be here. Brad, did you start watching the new season of Yellowstone? Is that what the shirt is? <laughs> Yellow. Well, this is a a Sam's Club special, bro. Uh, it's cold. It's been in the 30s at night. Uh, 30s? Mm-hmm. Yuck. It's the yeah. Fahrenheit or Celsius? I'm not sure the difference. What is it? Add 21 or some shit? Or like... There's a, there's a, there's a whole calculation a to it. It's not so a, I think it's like Ocho Cinco plus, <laughs> and then you get... Fahrenheit, but yeah, Fahrenheit. Uh, but no, man, it's I just want to throw some on real quick. Um, have you been are you caught up with all of the relevant Kanye stuff? Yes, so I've watched everything you guys have sent, I've, I've read a lot of things as well. It, so here's the deal bottom line Kanye West is the latest victim of cancel culture, and here's why I think that. Every single person who's ever fucked with him, it seems, is now trying to backpedal and go against him for one reason or another. We have talked about mental illness. We've talked about concerns for maybe, because he he's the one who's addressed mental illness and bipolar and, and manic episodes, whatever. But dude, at this point, man, no one's safe. I mean, I could go more into it, but I kind of want to know what you guys think about what's going on. I mean, brand deal losses. I mean, uh, producers, rappers, um, other people he's known and worked with nobody's fucking with him anymore yeah it's it's pretty crazy he uh you know he did the tucker carlson interview and then he did drink champs with uh nori and we just watched that and the entire time you know he was saying how the media controls what they're saying what they're pushing out um contracts aren't fair and you know his comments on pretty much powerful jewish people and how they're controlling voices and and all that and the whole interview was good like they went back and forth they clarified topics statements that were said and then the next day obviously those people that he was talking about didn't like what he had to say. And they were like, you need to take that down because we don't like it. And they labeled as anti-Semitic, like going against, you know, his black race, all that, like the whole cancel culture thing, pretty much exactly what we talked about with that Andrew Tate guy is the same thing that's going on with Kanye. Kanye has his opinion on certain things that are happening that are actually happening the message that he's putting out people don't like and they're like yeah we're not gonna let you say that and anybody that supports that message or promotes that message we're also gonna take you with him i think it's crazy that he's just it's not like he's saying like fictional things like his delivery is off maybe but like for the majority, like it's all facts. However, nobody wants to hear it because it just creates chaos, right? And then it kind of has to, the only way to fix it is like changing the system. You know what I mean? It's like the system is in place the way it's been in place for so many years where the Jewish people own these record labels and they own whatever he's talking about, right? I'm not too informed on it, but it's the truth. And he's like, we need to own this, you know, like black people need to own it. We shouldn't be like in these contracts with people who don't have our best interests. 
but like nobody wants to hear that because it's going to require a system change. And something that he brings up interesting is uh, when he talks about um, trauma, what do you say? The trauma, trauma economy, trauma thinking, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. And how like we've talked about it before, the clickbait, right? Like they put out certain certain messages that are going to, they know are going to draw ratings, right? They're going to spark people's interest, outrage, whatever. And they don't talk about other things, which like he was talking about, they'll put out some kind of thing about a killing or a shooting that produces this mass outrage that promotes an agenda, whether it's an anti-gun agenda, whether it's a police brutality agenda, but the amount of people that will die in it given weekend in any given city they don't talk about that right so it's this the culture trauma culture that's what he said trauma culture brad did you watch the uh drink champs interview slash podcast no i've seen i've seen like a clip or two uh again most of my stuff to be fair has come through what you guys have shared um and then other headlines i've kind of seen and I don't know, man, I feel like I'm kind of safe to make my own opinions based upon just what I've seen already. I'm, I do want to see that there's, I want to deep, deep dive into a lot more of that actually. But dude, I think going back to the, was it a hurricane Katrina concert yeah. benefit when he said George Bush don't care about black people? No, that was straight on the news. Wasn't it? No, it was, it was a hur- hur- it was hurricane relief. But so was, I thought he was on the news when he said that though. He was he was on some kind of fundraising thing, but it was for the hurricane. Oh, that's and right. that's why I, I said now. it because yep, whatever there wasn't enough relief being happening or whatever. I think the biggest thing that bothers me though, Brad, which is interesting about as you know the people who are interviewing him say like, oh, he's back in the culture when he's with us, as opposed to being on um, Fox or whatever, but they're basically like, yo, you're free to say whatever you want and you're safe here. And Kanye's like, are you going to be able to even air this? You know, he said it like three times and then, yeah, they talk about everything they talk about. And throughout the entire interview, the dialogue is kind of back and forth. There's no, like, I mean, I think the interviewer like, Nori was like, you know, can you specify on this? Can you elaborate more? So the people have a better understanding and, but there was never any like sense of pushback. You know what I mean? Like he was just trying to get his opinion on everything. There was not, there was never like really an awkward. Right. It it wasn't, it was all like laughs and jokes and like just good vibes. And then next day he's pressed by another, you know, set of interviewers, you know, and they're like, you should have did that. And then Nori's like, no, I shouldn't have did that. I should have like, you know, fought back and I should let him, shouldn't have let him say the things that he said. And I'm like, that's crazy that, cause that wasn't the energy at the time. You know what I mean? And to see that as well as like, to hear him say, you're always safe here. Like, I don't understand what's wrong with just somebody saying like, look, we don't agree on everything, but like, this is a platform for people to like express how they feel or their facts or the facts, whatever. But he's just like, I shouldn't have did it. I'm, I'm, you know, we shouldn't do things on politics. And I'm like, bro, that wasn't the energy in the room. So I, I think it's a couple things, right? I think one being that anybody who has a platform at that level is making money off of either ad revenue or sponsorships, whatever. So regardless, the opportunity to have someone who's that much on fire at the time as yay is is in it for money and entertainment purposes like i'll always believe that like and to say yeah maybe it was more like a baiting him in a way like yeah dude come on say and do whatever you want like be yourself but then the accountability comes in when maybe someone else that's backing them or someone else that has backed them or just people that they think they have to answer to in society is now pressing them and they're like, oh shit, no, whatever. Or maybe it's all just for views and money, whatever, man. I just, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, 
I think we've said it, if we've said it once, we've said it a hundred times, dude, what ends up being aired and how people take that is, is out of your control. People are only going to post and air the things that are going to make, like you guys said, the most ripples. And then people who sit, right? There's a reason we call it fucking armchair quarterbacking for a reason, right? When you sit and you look at something as it's portrayed, even if it is live, right? When you're not there being asked questions on the spot answering, you could always go, I could have rephrased that. I could have, uh, I mean, I do it, bro. When I edit our shit, I'm like, I sound like an idiot or I, I could have answered this better. So of course I can do it to someone, especially if I don't like them in some way or someone that is already in the hot seat for something else. It's mu it's very easy for anybody to sit back and say that. I think that's what's happening too. It's a mix of those things. The funny thing about that though is they they brought up a, a few different subjects or things that he said and he clarified them on on his actual feelings and they were like, well, why didn't you say that from the start? And he was like, because I didn't have that yet. Like I that just that just happened. It just came to me like, oh, that's this is what I meant by it. So just like you're saying, like you look back at something you said and you're like, man, I could have said that better. Or like, that didn't sound good. Like, that's not really how I meant it. You legitimately said like, God didn't give me that until right now. Like I couldn't explain to you until right now what I meant. And it was like, oh, well, now we know what you meant. But the next day, everybody came for the throats. They didn't like it. But how is the media, this is what kills me, media being social media as well, going to take shit off the platform because they just, no, we don't want this here. At what point are we living in somewhere where we have no Bill of Rights anymore? Because little by little, man, they're being taken away. If you, if you cuss on certain platforms taken down. If you talk about certain things taken down, um, the AI, all the technology in these platforms, not only does it go through and make sure you don't have any music, that's a copyright violation, but it, the words that we say are formulated in, su in such a way, however this happens, where then they know, oh, this person talked about COVID, right? And they put out that little warning like, oh, are you sure you wanna watch this? It's important to not spread misinformation about COVID. Like, and then it's about everything, dude. If you talk about guns or whatever, it's like, dude, it's so funny because, um, they think by like not airing shit, this stuff's going to go away. Like it's not dude. It's just fucking crazy. That's really, I crazy. think that's, that's a huge piece is like one, they're not going to cancel him. They can't cancel him. They can do whatever they think they can, but like, he's not going to get canceled. And two, it's all about control. It's all about controlling, controlling the narrative. So like, like he said, just because he wore a White Lives Matter t-shirt doesn't mean that Black Lives don't matter. It just means that White Lives do matter. What's wrong with that? What's, what's the problem in that? You know what I mean? But anyway, um, close that subject. We've been on that for like 15 minutes. So moving forward, I do have a question for you guys. I heard this morning that they're trying to put COVID vaccines in the mandatory school yep. vaccine list. So I was kind of curious on how you guys feel about that. I don't understand how they can make it a mandatory vaccine when the president came out and said, we're past the pandemic. It's over. So now what, what's the purpose? Especially when they're talking about how these vaccines aren't even effective on new strands. So I, I, what, what's, what's the benefit of doing this? Like, I, I, I really feel like at, at this point, it's really just to be argumentative and controversial. Like, no, we're going to tell you to do this and you're going to do it. Again, I think it's control and money, right? So it's the fact that the government's going to have control on these vaccines and the pharmaceutical company is going to make it a lot of money off of it. You know what I mean? Because essentially, like you said, if it's not a threat, then why are we getting the vaccine? <laughs> I was having this conversation yesterday, which is so funny. Um, and maybe one more reason to keep your kids out of public schools is to avoid those sort of mandates. 
but do I'm assuming any sort of daycare, any sort of like, where does it end? Because if you, let's say you homeschool your kid, but there's occasional days you're like, hey, I want to just take him like to be around him or her to be around other kids, you know, do their own thing. But that place probably also has like vaccine requirements, right? I think certain ones may, but like think, think about like, for example, chicken pox. Like when, when we were younger, like kids got chicken pox and you would bring them around other kids to get chicken pox. So they got that shit out of their system because chicken pox as an adult is much worse and turns into what? Like shingles, I think. Yeah, so, shingles. but to my knowledge, a chicken, there is a chicken pox vaccine now, but that's not a, a requirement. And nor has it ever been, even though kids get chicken pox very commonly. So there is, it's crazy that there's actually a lot of vaccines that are required. So pre-K, <clears throat> daycare and pre-K is DTAP, hepatitis B, uh, MMR, polio, and chicken pox. And then middle school and high school is DTAP. TDAP. TDAP. TDAP? Yeah. DTAP. Diphtheria and tetanus toxoid containing vaccine you so get you basically get your tetanus shot yeah so you got it when you were do you guys remember a couple i don't know what time frame this was when the whole anti-vaxxers thing became a thing this is no mind you i'm not talking color i'm talking i want to say maybe 16 17 people are anti-vaxxers you guys remember hearing about that no i i don't but i i feel like another kind of topic that crosses those two lines is the fact that the Jewish community, they don't get their kids vaccinated on anything. Well, that's what I was just going to say. Again, I'm a little disconnected on this and I totally am an outsider because I don't have a kid, but it's kind of like, well, why? My only correlation is having dogs. And when they go to the vet and the vet's like, they need these things. And I'm like, okay, well, what does that do? And why is that? Now, preventative my dogs play in the woods they play in creeks whatever hey you know this to prevent lyme disease if they get bit by a tick it's like a okay that makes sense i've pulled several ticks off or whatever and that's not something you're going to let them get bit by a tick and then be like oh okay um where like for instance tetanus generally you do after okay hey i scrape something that's really rusty whatever or whatever the other requirements are get a tetanus shot just make sure you know make sure i'm good but like why the preemptiveness, I guess, unnecessarily to certain things. It just seems weird. That one is one basically from like infancy though. Like a lot of those that Justin brought up, besides the chicken pox one, like those are basically a cycle that they start from like four or six months. Yeah, it's puppy shots. And then there's only like two other ones for middle and high school, I think. But like the majority of them are like within the first like year of of the child's life but i don't know the scary part about that is they say like a lot of like some people will say that a lot of those vaccines lead to all the leading causes of autism and like other issues but yeah the mix of of doing several vaccines all at one time uh some people and i don't know for a while i heard like that was like a legitimate like thing and now i'm not so much sure if it's like myth or whatever because like talk to like doctors and they're like you can gladly spread it out or you can take them to get like it's it's up to you it's your choice but it's safe so it's basically like all right well what do i do the doctor's saying it's safe but i've heard this but is this like a a trusted sort is this like really real or is this just a myth that people think so we're never going to know because if we knew then the pharmaceutical companies would go out of business or honestly you know what i'm saying like it's one of the mo most lucrative like corners of well again anything like yeah and, and people see that right big pharma all these big drug companies um there's actually one of the dudes from uh, Sh uh shark tank he's created his own website now his own he sells 
he's getting bigger right now. He hasn't made a profit. I think it's only been around for a couple months and I'll research this and fact check it, but it's, um, you can get any prescription from there. Well, he's, he wants to eventually have any prescription from there. He pays at cost what he pays to get it. Plus I think he makes 10% and he, he's very clear about it. This is how much money I make from this. Like I do. Yes. The goal is to make money, but still let's say whatever it is, some diabetes medication or whatever, um, still is costing like 370% less than it would cost anywhere else. Um, because everything's such a huge markup. So anyways, taking away from people who are sick and going that way, the, the preemptive or the, um, pre-exposure sorts of drugs, it's weird, man. Like when you start to question how things have been done for so long, you start to find out new information and it's kind of interesting, right? Because there's a really good, um, I mean, there's really good stories on how the food pyramid is totally fucked up and it's not how we should actually feed our bodies. Right. And about how that is based on someone who could make money through different industries, right? Uh, all the farming industries that needed to be supported and, you know, continue to flourish, but then how people would, get probably certain sicknesses and that would provide money for big pharma. Like, so when you start to question, like, why have we been doing this for so long? Um, which I think it's important occasion to question, not to say that you're smarter than a doctor, that you didn't spend eight to 12 years of professional higher education, but I think it is important to kind of know and, and question those things. How about this real question? And people will probably come with pitchforks and fucking, Torches and shit. That's that's what gets us views. <laughs> How much of this shit is just completely made up? Bullshit. Completely made up, yeah. right? When you were in school, when you were in school, right? Kindergarten, first grade, second grade, whatever. Growing up, how many autistic kids did you have in your class? How many kids? Like, I, and now it's funny you say that because I think we were talking about this. I'm like, bro, I don't know. Everybody at my lunch table was eating a peanut butter and jelly because the school food sucked, right? And peanut butter and jelly was an option. You can't even bring that shit to school now because people saying. got peanut allergies. I'm like, who? I didn't know not That's one person insane. that had a serious? peanut allergy. Who Who did you That's... know when you were like anywhere from five to like, let's say 12, that had a peanut allergy? Nobody, dude. Not one, not one person. Not one. What's it, what, about gluten, what about gluten shit now? Gluten, right? Gluten allergy as well? Yeah, that's yeah. a whole nother that's a whole nother but, level. But listen to what I'm saying. Like, how much of this shit is made up? How many kids did you know that were autistic? I feel like we were all crazy. And not and I'm not saying that autistic. I'm just saying, like, I feel like everybody follow, you know what I mean? Follow me here. Like, cause when I was growing up, like you we didn't me, know anybody. We didn't know anybody. We didn't know right? anybody. And as I got older, then there was like this whole thing about kids who were had ADD and ADHD that started to become a thing that you, I agree. I kind of remember that. I kind of right? remember that. So yeah. all, all of a sudden that was like a thing. People, kids going on Ritalin and Ad right. Adderall and shit. They couldn't like concentrate or focus. But now there's like, Oh, uh, he's a high functioning autism. He's yeah. a somewhere on the spectrum. Sure. Like this, that, like we just fucking made this up. Bro, we, you don't... <laughs> we just made it up. Why did we give this a name? There's people who there's this is gonna come out way wrong, but there's high performers and there's low performers. Facts. And you're somewhere in that scale. Right. So what are we talking about? Like somewhere on the spectrum. Everyone's on the spectrum. That's what I'm saying. Like I feel like we were all a little like a little a little crazy as kids, but like I think that once people start to realize we can't control these people or we can't control these kids or we they're like oh we gotta we gotta label them you know what i mean like the kids that didn't listen to like no or you can't do that or like stop that behavior Bam. They're, like, ADD. ADD. they're like add so i will it, say i am i am a prime example of that right so many like third fourth grade into fuck man into sixth seventh grade but mostly three, four, five are like, uh, your kid's got ADD, ADHD, whatever. At the time they were pushing it, right? He needs to be on this. And I remember my parents being like, no. Like, my kid is hyper. He is a very hyper kid. He's very full of energy. 
um, when he sits down all day in a classroom and doesn't get up and move, yeah, he gets fucking restless and he starts doing random shit. Dude, now, let me say, as an adult, do I think I have incredible focus issues? 100%. I could delve into that on a different period of time. However, trying to force things as a kid like and diagnose shit super early, while I think people may, some people genuinely may want to help, just prescribing your kid shit and giving them this title which then makes them like, oh, I can't do that because I'm ADD. Oh, I can't do that because I'm this. I don't see enough people on TV that are gay like me. I don't see. We start then pushing people to, I think, identify reasons why they have, they don't have a leg up or why they are put back or why, whatever. I don't know how you guys feel about that. But isn't a huge piece of that, like you just said, like we were just saying, it's big pharma. It's like, how do we solve this issue? This is how we solve it. Medicine. Medicine will fix them. ADHD, what's the medicine for that? You said uh, Ritalin? Yeah. Right. So they're like, all right, cool. Uh, your kid's uncontrollable. So our suggestion is instead of like, like we were talking about with the food pyramid, instead of like saying maybe he has a little bit too much sugar in his diet, which makes him a little bit more hyper. Or Bam. Instead of looking at the, instead of looking at the root cause of some of these issues, they're like, medicine will fix it. Keep doing what you're doing as a parent, right? Keep with the peanut butter and jelly, keep with the sugar, keep with the the milk, the dairy that causes inflammation, keep with all that. But like, let's give him a pill, him or her a pill that'll like suppress all of this energy madness. But it's all, it all comes down to money. And we were talking too about like, kind of ties in to multiple different subjects, but like we were talking about how free thought right and how people you you can't have free thought right kanye can't have free thought he's a black man he's got to have this on his mind it's got to be one way it's got to be pro-black black lives matter that's it i'm a white male like i shouldn't like like hip-hop i shouldn't like jordans whatever that's cultural appropriation i need to be a straight white male and be in their little racist box right so they create all these little boxes like, oh, you don't just sit there and sit still and listen to every single word that's coming out of teacher's mouth. You must be ADD or autistic. Like they create these little boxes. And as soon as you try to break out of your box, you're labeled as crazy or, you know, what, whatever it is, you're racist, you're a bigot, you're something negative because you're not staying in the little box they want you in. You don't have this, the thought that you need to be, whatever it is, the victim mentality, like that you can't do something because you're stuck in your box. If you start thinking like, no, I can do that. It doesn't matter. Then you're crazy. Yeah, It's programming. It's all, I mean, it goes back to what we talked about when it comes to who created, who were the architects for schools? They were the same architects that build jails. You know what I mean? All of the schools that we went to, they were designed for the most part like prisons it's insane well you know here's I mean? some, you know here's something else that i that i think is interesting look at the timeline of when we got rid of paddling in schools and how kids start flipping off and spitting at police officers i don't know about you now i will say i would want to know if my kid was going to get paddled and to be honest i'd probably be like no nah, that's my job However, um, I got paddled at school and my dad was one of those people who were like, I don't want somebody else touching my fucking kid, but my parents talked about it. Right. And dude, they got paddled in school. Dude, I think that says some respect for authority. Like when you know, like fuck detention, bro, you're going to fucking, I was about to say pay me cause I'm thinking like adulthood. Um, you're going to essentially school is your job. You're going to just f make me maybe stay late, whatever, but in a class, sit around with people like, yeah, it's a waste of time, but how am I learning from that shit? You know what I mean? But if you paddle my ass and like, I know, okay, cool. Like I fucked up. Won't do that again. You know, I, that's a, that's, I'm just saying, dude, I think that shit worked. I think it all depends on the application of the discipline and like the parent, like, like you said, I would want to know, 
before it happened or i would want to know like i guess the severity of the discipline if that makes sense right i want i would want to know like hey how are you going to whatever it is slap my kid's hand with a ruler or paddle or whatever i want to know what you're going to do before i can say i'm okay with that yeah and 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 i certainly think parental sign off parental consent being in the know is important but man i feel like looking back you you, you kind of uh referred to being hit with a ruler in the hands man dude I don't know, man, but I tell you what, when you're sitting in Catholic school and Mother Mary's hitting those hands when you fuck up, when you write poorly, when you do things, I'm not saying that's the answer for everything, but I think there's some correlation to respect for your elders and respect for authority that is derived from physical stimulus once you do something wrong or once you disobey or disrespect. Getting away from that and being entirely too free to just like, fuck you, I, I can do and say whatever I want, motherfucker. Like in having zero respect for authority, I mean, I think it it breeds lawlessness, which is not good for anyone, man. People people may say it's, it's we don't need any laws, we don't need any protectors, we don't need, we do. And, and we're seeing that more than ever. As you guys were talking about the paddling or discipline at schools, right? <clears throat> and Bill's like, he wants to know what the discipline would be. What do you think about kids in daycare or childcare and them putting your kids in outfits that you don't necessarily? Dude, I also talked. So again, I talked about this yesterday. I was referring to a story I'd heard from a good friend, that being you, Justin. And I was like, man, again, it's so tough for me to put myself in those shoes. But when I do think about it, I feel like I have a pretty fair assessment because, again, I'm I'm just thinking hypothetically. I'm not emotionally struck with like, what the fuck? I'm not angered by being surprised by a photo of my kid in whatever. So I'm, I'm, I'm free to sit here and go, hmm, and think about it. And I will say it's kind of like if the kid is like, oh, yeah, I want to I want to I want to put that on. Okay, cool. I think I think a certain innocence that comes from being a child, um, which should be protected at all costs, man. That innocence and that love and that just curiosity is important. Not pushing an agenda and not saying, "Hey, today's your day to wear this mermaid outfit or this dress," because everybody does it. Like that's not cool. But I think I do think it's normal to be curious about, you know, um, what is that stuff mommy puts on her face now. You guys may be like, that's absolutely not okay. But I feel like as a kid, especially let's say your kid spends a lot of time with his mom and she's always put on makeup. Like, mommy, what is that? Why does mommy do that? Like being curious, I think is okay. Um, until you we develop as humans and we start to understand, oh, okay, that's generally something only women do or people who like to wear makeup. Like what the fuck ever. I think, I think being innocent is okay. And it's just as important for us not to be like, you fucking can never do that, man. That's like saying the whole men don't cry shit, like whatever. I mean, I'm kind of, okay. Like if that's what you want to teach your kid, like by all means, um, parents have different feelings on it. But I think being forced, absolutely not okay. I'm going to shut up now. So I, I don't think we disagree on that subject. I just think that at a certain age and knowing what we know about some of the teachers in general, it's like hard to right, really understand where it came from. So of course, innocence is great. Um, curiosity is great. All that stuff's great. But like, I, I, he, like, if your kid's at an age where you can't say, hey, did you want to do this? Or did somebody press this on you? It's like, I have to assume that I, I have to go to the defense automatically, right? Hypothetically, I'd be like, okay, so why, why did you put this? Why'd you put my son in the dress? Right? Because it's like, it seems like, I don't know, it just seems like with everything going on, it seems like it could be an agenda issue, or an, it, could, it could be a curiosity issue. Either way, I'm, I'm like, you know, what I mean, I'm, it's just one of those things. And I'm so I guess, I so if that to, happened at home, if it happened in your home, and you came home, and your spouse had and by the way, I'm saying, I'll say wife. I just, general, right? general, so yeah, if, yeah. if it's in your house, if you come home, your spouse 
has your child, in this case, let's say it's a boy, in something that you would identify as effeminate or something that you generally like men wouldn't do, how do you feel then? What is your immediate reaction? You come home and your kid's in, I don't know, dude, she's, he, he's, he's trying to fit in, in your mom's, your mom's, uh, in his mom's high heels that are like 18 sizes too big. Yeah, you, hypothetically, hypothetically, I would, I would ask, I would say, Hey, is this something that he did himself or is this something that you pressed on him? Like, I just want to know, you know what I mean? It's like, I Valid get point. it. Kids and, are and, she sa- and she says, Oh no, he just, he thinks they're pretty. Like he always says, mommy looks pretty when she gets ready or whatever. What do, what do you say to that? Cool. If, if he went for the heels and he grabbed them and he put the heels on, and he tried to walk in them. It's not a problem for me. Okay. <clears throat> now I completely agree with you. Right. And I think the reason I wanted to capture that is because I think it's, I think there's a lot, at least in my upcoming and, and as, as a gay dude, right. A lot of people assume that like, that's something I did, right? Like I wore heels and I played with Barbara dolls. No, I don't absolutely never the case. <laughs> no, no. But, but the reason I say that, and the reason that is important to me as someone who doesn't have a, a kid is to, to let you know, like, Sometimes I think dads think that, right? Like, oh, it's going to turn him into a fucking pussy, man. It's like, dude, he's fu- he doesn't understand that that's like an effeminate shoe. Like, our brains don't understand that at that point. Now, I see what you're saying. Forcing him in, like, that would be weird. Like, wear mommy's shoes. Like, I think that is weird. Like, that's unnecessary. And that's where the, that's it's what's important to discern. The most important thing is, did the kid want to? And so understanding, if you don't control the environment in which it occurs, being defensive is understandable. What I was trying to do was kind of pull on a totally separate thread and say that it's important for parents not to just assume that if they did in fact want to do something out of curiosity and innocence, that it's that it eludes or means something else or that they're like doomed, right? Like I think that that's all I mean. Like as kids, we should be curious, right? I think that's what makes kids so cool. And if we could all maintain a little bit of that open mindedness. It, so when I say curious, I really mean open-mindedness. Like, oh, what's what's this? You know, and, and that's what I meant by that. And so, Justin, that's kind of why I, that's such an interesting thing. And I took it more of a, to a totally innocent conversation, less than what you're saying, which I can agree with how you're feeling and how you could be a little bit perturbed. Like, yo, what the fuck's going on at my kid's daycare? Why is this, why is changing outfits even happening at the kid's daycare? So let me just say this. So we're so we're all on the same page. The fact that a boy in a dress, a boy being in a dress, I don't really equate that. I, I don't. I'm not in my mind. I'm not like, oh well, he's gonna he he may end up wearing dresses when he gets older. That's not the point. I'll use this analogy: a 13 year old, right, that goes to school and the teacher's trying to press a specific, you know, political view on on the kid instead of teaching both sides you know what i'm saying like that's my like i'm just saying that i don't want anybody pressing my kid on an agenda it doesn't matter if it's a kid wearing a dress or or somebody putting a uh, a dress on my son or if it's you know a teacher saying like you know the republicans do so and you know what i mean like it doesn't matter the 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 point the bottom line is i don't think that anybody should press your kid on a specific agenda. I feel like it's a, the word agenda is like the, the the issue, right? On their agenda to like build their team. Cause that's what it essentially is. It's like, yo, we need to get more people on the team. They're recruiting. They're recruiting. They're recruiting. They're grooming. They're grooming. And I don't think that it doesn't, like I said, bottom line is it doesn't matter if it's a boy in a dress or you pushing your political views. Doesn't matter. I just don't want it done on, on, to my kids. And I think that's what the main argument is with a lot of parents in the school systems and the curriculum that they're putting out. It's like, I don't want you putting out your opinion on what they need. Like, I just want facts. facts. That's it. That's it. They need to know how to do math, how to read, and then some how to survive. Some mechanics. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, like some, some like life skills, not necessarily like it goes back to us talking about it. What did I gain from learning about Columbus, especially the fact that it was all lies? Anything? 
nothing. It benefited me none, zero. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of things though. Why did I have to learn how to fucking balance a chemistry equation? For that matter, why did I have to learn the elements of a periodic table? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I'd rather just like teach kids life skills. Yeah. Absolutely. But I mean, I, I guess it, in some situations, like, you know, science is important because like it just relates to our world, right? We are science, human body science. So like I get, I can, I can buy off on that, the science piece before I can buy off on Columbus discovered America. You're going to tell me you're going to buy off on Columbus more nope. than knowing how many carbons are in a fucking certain atom. I mean, I think there's like, I think everything is a bit exaggerated, right? So sure. I don't need to know how many atoms are in the room right now. It won't, it may not help me in my career field, but it may help somebody else. And in, in Columbus may help somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't, there's some shit that I think we should be able to choose what we teach our kids is my point. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want my kid to go to this school because this is what I want them to learn. And then they, you know, get all this information and they can make their decision based on what they know. And if they're curious enough, like Brad says, then they can go to a different school in high school. They can go to a different college and learn something different. But, you know, I, I think now more than ever, I'm seeing the importance of like private schooling and homeschooling where you can be more so in control of what's being pushed. Um, I've always thought that it's important for kids to, to socialize and have the social experience of going to school, right? Because I think that that is such a framework for a lot of <clears throat> for a lot of people. But um, man, dude, the more the more we talk, the more I'm like, damn, this is interesting. But uh, let me tell you something that's that's important to think about do you know why you can't trust atoms do tell because they make up everything nice. nice i don't even know what those buttons do to this nice game. dude bill dude bill's <laughs> fucking crushing it so that was my little dad joke to, to round up that portion um dog dad so, i love that and both of your dogs are amazing well, thanks man for saying that i appreciate it um yeah. Are they in public school or private school? <laughs> they're they're in, in Brad's Brad's school of fucking awesomeness because they're both great and they both like smell great. They listen sometimes, sometimes. except for when other dogs, except for when other dogs are around. They're cool yeah. until other dogs are around, then they're just reckless. Man, but anyway, I think we've been I think talking about that subject yeah, for like we need to bring them. We need a mom on or yeah to bring a different side of to for you guys since you're both dads it'd be interesting to see that i want you to know that I, I feel like we were not on the same page about my son in the dress and it had nothing to do with no, the no. fact that i thought that one day he would remember being in a dress and be like this is what i want to do forever like that's not my you know what i mean it's just like no, i don't no, no, want no. to push their agenda on my son it's not it's not i place. totally agree with you i 100 okay. agree with you I was using it. As, so it's weird for me, man. I feel bad even saying my opinion on anything with kids because I don't have kids, right? Um, but again, I feel like if I do say it, it's pretty objective because, and it's because, again, I, I don't have like, I don't have a kid, so I can't imagine how that must feel. But no, man, I, I only wanted to put it out there because I think there's a vast majority of, of adult men who just like instantly assume like, just the stupidest shit. Like, again, man, I think if we as adults were as open-minded as kids and just like, hey, man, like, dude, yeah. every kid, how, how excited is your kid to like go to, on the whole, right? To to go to school, go to daycare. Like, yeah, I'm going to see my friends. Like, we're, how cool is that? And then as adults, we just become miserable. Like, oh, fuck, dude. Like, everything sucks, you know? Yeah. It's so, for instance, like effeminate colors right like where i was like oh boys don't wear that girls don't wear this you know like i don't bro who fucking cares dude like there are like i feel like we as a society that say oh boys don't usually do this or girls don't usually, like whatever like within reason of course like dude if you want to wear if you want to wear fucking if yellow is your favorite color dude cool fucking rocket man like who but i think cares? that's i think that's only as kids too like and I think it's changing now 
also because like I don't think as a kid I ever wore like a pink shirt or anything like that. But like I have pink shirts now. I wear purple. Like cuz now you one well, and and you are you are wise enough to be like dude, I don't give a fuck. There are there are fucking straight fucking grown men who are like man fuck that shit man I know fuck. It's like it's not only that, that though. It's, it's not only that with the pink and the purple but it's like we see we see the same shit every day so like the pink shit like we just want to be a little bit different to stand out or just to be different goes back to us being fresh it's like i mean cameron wore pink and he made that shit look hot and then everybody after that everybody's like yo i gotta get a pink lacoste shirt i gotta get a pink polo and then kanye's wearing pink pink polos with book bags pastels and shit that was that was his first clothing the pastels that's it like all of my yeezys are so like neutral earth color tones and i'm like that shit is fire but see yeah now i actually like earth tones more than like it's probably my favorite now right yeah but but else i like i go to i go shopping and i just i don't need tupperware i got a lot of it but i go in the tupperware aisle and i get like those pyrex with the snap-on joints dude those are fucking good three I have three brand new ones. I don't need them, but I just, I'm like, you know what? I, I just feel like I want, and I do the glass ones. It. I love the glass ones. Cause here's my thing. I love you feel from, like, how do we go from fucking pink t-shirts to fucking Pyrex? Because it's maturity. It's like us getting old and it's like, we just like Honestly. different shit at this point. You know what I mean? Well, and like, that's I the thing. Like Brad probably loved, he loved the, uh, he loves the salt, salt shakers yeah. and shit you know that he I mean? used to like, steal so, off the table. Yeah, so he's been loving Tupperware for a minute. Dude, I'm low-key. Uh, so at Sam's Club, we, we just discovered that they have those little, like, basically like meal prep containers. It's like a black bottom with a clear top. Um, and it's, like, perfect, dude, because it's, like, I don't know, maybe 10 bucks, and you get, like, fucking 80 of them or some something insane. So you can throw them away if, you, if they get stained or something. But I don't like to heat shit up in plastic because low-key i'm just like you know there's chemicals and shit that long term i mean i'm gonna probably not live to be too old anyways but still um having a glass container it's next level man anywho interesting uh, interesting topic i figured i learned i watched a little thing on microwaves actually because speaking of how we're old but uh (laughs) the way microwaves work is they fucking emit a a source of radiation that vibrates water molecules. So like your glass and plastic and stuff, if it doesn't have any water molecules in it, it's not heating up. That's why you can heat your food and it can be fucking blazing hot and you grab the side of your plate, not hot at all. It's only hot where the food is because that's the shit that just vibrated and warmed up. I was like, God damn, never fucking thought about that. How this food is going to burn my mouth, but I can grab the plate and carry it. But dude, also, you like zap out so many nutrients when you microwave. Because the radio waves that are being used. They say that's not true. There's there's no radio waves. It's vibration is what he's saying. There's no... Is that true? Yeah. Factual. We looked it up. It's strictly vibration? If it's on Google, it's real. That's true. Oh, fuck. (laughs) It vibrates the water. (laughs) That's crazy. I remember being like, thinking the same thing. Like I can't, everything was in the, uh, what's some little, the little oven joints. The, um, the little conventional. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the little, like I always used to heat stuff up in there in aluminum because I thought like the microwave was going to burn up all the, all the nutrients and I was just eating dust. That's not the case. In fact, they say aluminum foil is really bad for you. I really wish that Brad was wearing a cowboy hat with that fucking shirt, though. Dude, I don't have belt. one. I don't at least have a one. Belt buckle. I do have boots, though. Look, real quick. <clears throat> hey, I just seriously want to. Yeah, I just want to thank everybody for checking in, uh, for tuning in and checking out season three episodes. Are we on season? Season we're three, 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 three and three. Yeah, yeah. that's what the yeah, alliteration. Uh, uh, thanks to everybody who stopped in and checked out season three, episode three. If we're being honest, but the merch brand is called Honestly. So merch is, dro- is merch is dropping soon. Merch is dropping. We got t-shirts, black and white. 
to cover all angles and be very politically correct. <laughs> yeah, like we don't want no smoke with nobody. So right. we got we got some merch on the way. Can this we can we dope. pre-order? How does that work? So yeah. Like if I or can I just like comment and be like, yo, or DM, no, hey, just, I want one. Yeah, just hit Brad in the DMs or hit uh <laughs> <laughs> no nah, hit the uh the if we're being honest podcast Instagram DM and uh yeah, we'll get you hooked up, man. Twenty bucks a shirt pretty cheap nice design well dude i think um again uh hope we'll see man i feel like these topics i never thought i would be sitting here talking about but what i wanted to actually tell you guys is the other day i was in the movie theater right which i haven't been to the movies in eons what that's where covid lives yeah did you have to wear a mask fuck no and i carried a gun but anywho um you know most theaters you're not supposed to carry on whatever anywho I didn't see any signs. As I'm on my way to use the bathroom, I noticed there's a family bathroom. And I never have stopped to go, holy shit, there's a family bathroom until we did that episode. And then I realized the importance in some cases of having a family bathroom. And I, I guess what I'm saying is I never had thought about the shit that we talked about until we talked about it. And like thinking about that point of view of like, man, a dad taking his daughter into which bathroom and how's that going to work? So it's crazy to see how now we're a couple episodes later and that actually impacted me. So I'm sure other people are thinking about it. When we post shit like that may seem random, I mean, clearly it's on other people's minds too. Or if it's not, it will be then. So that's awesome. That's all I was going to say. Fuck yeah, and I, I appreciate uh, everybody watching and commenting. Um, giving their opinions on on what we're talking about on TikTok and Instagram. Yeah, whether you agree or disagree, um, you know we have our own thoughts, but we also appreciate hearing other things that we may not have thought about. And um, yeah, thank you for uh, your input. Everybody's opinion is valid, even if we don't necessarily agree with it. Right. That's it. Yeah. If you're offended, that's great. Keep that shit to yourself because I don't care. <laughs> I'm sure some people will drop it in the comments. Um, and that's what we want them to do. Drop it in the comments so we know. All right. Look forward I'll to seeing you guys in the next episode. Shoots. Peace. Mahalo. All right. <laughs>